to a younger version of myself or to a young person in general, I would say it's patience, to be honest. I think you need to develop patience and not expect overnight success. Welcome to Ask the Pros, where I do my very best to unpack actionable, valuable insights and with the goal of helping you live your dream life. I sit down with top entrepreneurs, professionals, making a difference around the globe so they can tell their stories. In doing so, I aim to inspire and motivate other people that may be struggling or looking for a new spark around their personal life or career path. Welcome to Ask the Pros, where I talk to professionals, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference around the globe. The purpose of the show is for people to tell their stories. You know, as we know, every story is unique. Every story is different. You know, they tell their stories and hopefully we'll get motivated and inspired by their story. You know, today I've got a young guy here, Femi Ojo. He's currently studying at LSE, London School of Economics, you know, and um, he also has a podcast show. So we'll touch on that. So Femi Ojo, welcome to Ask the Pros. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's nice to have you here, you know. So Femi, you already know what the show is about. You know, the deal here is to motivate and inspire people, you know, by your journey, your story, you know, and and um, we can only tell our stories the best way we can, you know, and hopefully your story is going to motivate and inspire someone here today. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So Femi, how was growing up like as a kid? Like a kid, um, I would say, um, so if I go all the way back, Okay. Um, so I'm 20 years old now, um, and I was born in London, um, uh, but I grew up, I grew up, grew up in Essex. I went to school in Essex, um, just outside of London. Yeah, I'll say it was it was good. Um, I think I grew up in a. I was lucky enough to grow up in a house where I have two parents that that looked out for me, that that loved me, that worked hard. Um, so to provide me with the best opportunity to to kind of do well. So. Um, I think coming from that background, both my parents are very well educated as well. So um, they've always been quite, they've always pushed me to to do well in school, but they never like forced me to go to any particular path. It's always quite um, hands off, kind of let me find find out what I want to do by myself. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good in that sense. Um, so I went to, uh, I went to a good school. I went to a grammar school. Um, and there it was quite competitive, I would say. So it was good in the sense that um, it was a, an environment where everybody was quite focused on their studies. So I didn't really have um, much distraction necessarily. So I was able to kind of focus on my, my books and, and do well. Um, and also just being in the environment with other people are kind of focused on their, on their work. It, 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 was, it was good. So um, I kind of just went through um, did my GCSEs, um, my A-levels, um, then, yeah, I'm, I'm at university right now. Okay, cool. So, as a, as a kid, yeah, were you gravitated to anything? What were your interests as a kid? Um, so, my interests, I would say I was very interested. I, was, I loved football um, as a kid. Uh, just loved, I loved playing, I loved watching, I loved playing it on the on the PlayStation. Um 
So that was like something I was really, really interested in, and even till today as well. Who's your favorite team <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, I support Manchester United. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's not really, <laughs> it's not really great right now, but yeah, that's my team. <laughs> so, um, you you mentioned something about about your parents always supporting you, you know, whatever you want to do. But so, are you are you trying to t- are you trying to tell us that you know your parents are not the particular African parents that kind of like detect to you, do you know, say Femi, do you know what, we want you to be a doctor, we want you to be a lawyer, you know, or, or an engineer. So your parents be another kind of parents. Yeah, ex- um, exactly. So my, my parents are, um, they're very Nigerian, the typical Nigerian parents, but they're not Nigerian in that, they're not African in, in the way that a lot of people's parents may necessarily push them towards being a certain um, career path, like you said. Um, they were very kind of just supportive of me just doing well in school and then kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. I guess because I was already going down the kind of economics, maths um, kind of path, there was no reason for them to kind of push me anyway. But um, I didn't ever feel that pressure to to do a particular subject or career. Um, I kind of just figured it out for myself. So I think that was something that I could look back at. I think that it was it was, it was a nice thing. Okay then, cool. So after your A levels, what was next for you? Um, so after my A levels, that's when I I started at LSE um, the following um, September. Yeah, so it was just kind of that transition into uni, um, being by moving out moving um, out into accommodation by myself. Um, and kind of all that comes with that. So it's in between. Did you have any job experience, find employment, just to earn a bit of money? You know, did you do all that? You know, like part-time jobs and stuff. Did you do all that? No. So between uni, between me leaving school and going to uni, I didn't actually work. Um, so I went to university with no with no work experience, um, which probably wasn't the best idea. Why? Did, why did you think it wasn't the best idea? Um, because as soon as I got into university and then I was looking for for work, it, they they wanted work experience and I, I didn't have it. So whatever job I went for, it was, oh, you need previous work experience. But it's like <laughs> I needed a job to get the experience in the first place. So it was it was difficult at first. If you were to advise a younger Femi now, you definitely go for work experience, yeah? right? Yeah, I would. Um, I think... Not necessarily for the money. Not for the money, because the, the way the system mm. works here, you know, I think experience beats beats all. Even sometimes having a good experience trumps uh, a good degree. Yeah, exactly. It's experience. But even when you're that age, when you're 18 and you just left school, maybe you've had one or two jobs or maybe you've never worked like I have. I think it's just even going into that environment where you have to... Um, work with people, communicate with people, um, be in the environment where you're outside of your house, outside of your comfort zone. I think you learn a lot about yourself. And when I did start working eventually, it kind of helped me to come out of my shell and kind of grow up a bit. So that's what I would tell my younger self to go and do. Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, growing up, you did your A-levels. So in between, mm-hmm. you know, those periods, were there any temptations in terms of, now I'm talking about, you know, peer pressure, you know, because I know how London is. Did you get any temptation in, in terms of, you know, guys that that, that were in school, but were, were in gangs, you know, doing, doing other things apart from school activities? You know, how did you handle all that 
peer pressure um, period? Yeah. Um, so I would say I was lucky in the sense that a lot of my friends, because I grew up in an area um, where I live is not really an area where that kind of thing is very prevalent at all. So um, I was lucky in the fact that I wasn't surrounded by that. But there was people around me that I could see they were facing that pressure or they were going through something like that. And it is difficult. Um, I think I can't really speak on it too too much um, because it wasn't something I really had to deal with. Um, but from what I could see from around me, I think it was when you're in that age range between kind of 13 to 17, 18, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult time, to be honest, um, because... Everybody wants to be the guy. Everybody wants to be the, the main guy. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough time, but I, can't, I don't think I can really speak on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, that, because I, I just, I just asked that because I, I know how, as, as, you, as you probably hear of, you know, the, the stabbings in London, you know, youth killing themselves and all that, you know, which, which is really, really sad, you know. And, and I, think, I think it's something that, you know, everybody will look look at and you probably just wonder why all that is happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a problem that has so many, so many different, there's so many different reasons to it. It's a situation where you have to understand the homes that people are coming from, the situation that people come from. People aren't coming from easy, easy backgrounds. There's people that have had tough times growing up. So I think sometimes in the media, it's not portrayed necessarily as how it it is that some people are just portrayed it's just portrayed as these are just kids running around they don't know and they don't know um like they're kind of just portrayed as like just push them to the side they're just maybe just stupid kids but a lot of these kids are growing up in areas or situations where they may have serious serious mental traumas that they've gone through like they they are scared to literally walk around their area because they know that something could happen to them. And even saying that I've been in situations as well, and it's 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 like there is that sometimes you can even be fearful of leaving your house or, or going to particular places. So it is something that is is very difficult, very complex to deal with, but I think um if you're looking for a solution to the problem, then it's, it's, it starts with with figuring out what you can do in the home and kind of in each individual home and kind of um, work to kind of protect children as they're growing up. You would say that starts with the family, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good, good, good. Nice, nice one, nice one. So, Alfemi, I know you're a young guy, you know, you probably have parties and things going around you, you know. Now, when it comes to time management, you know, with your studies and other things you're interested in, other things you do, you know, how do you manage your time? Okay, so um, I think coming into university, especially, I think I wasn't very clued up on on time management, um, and I kind of just managed to scrape my way through um, in my first year. So I was I was working, um, trying to balance a social life. Um, looking for jobs, looking for internships, um, and balancing it all with my studies as well. Um, and I think it wasn't really till maybe last year or this year that I really kind of got down to grips with managing my time and like figuring out how to kind of 
um, split my time. So I think the main thing I would say that's changed the game for me has been using um, like on online productivity tools. So I use this thing called Notion, and like it's like a, a app um, kind of you can download your computer on your phone, um, and that kind of just helped me to organize my life, like just um, to just like declutter, like just to get stuff out of my head onto paper um, and then be able to like see what I've got to do um, on my laptop or my phone. It just, it makes it a lot easier for me. Um, and I also say using Google Calendar. So I started using that this year as well. Um, and like it's obviously linked on your laptop on your phone. Um, I put like my lectures and my, um, everything I want to do, like when I book podcast meetings, I put it into, the, um, into my calendar so I see everything there. So when, I was, when it's like a new month, like February now, I can just go and I can see like everything I got for the whole month um, or for the particular week. And just having it visually, just it helps to just like have a clearer head and just to see what I've got to do. So that's helped to, to help me manage my time really. So, so, so putting put your activities in, um, in Google Calendar makes your, makes your schedule seamless, right? Yeah, obviously. Um, you st- even when you put stuff in the calendar, you still have to do it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that's the thing. Just because you wrote it down doesn't mean that it's done yet. So, it's um, it's good, but I try to not let it be. Um, sometimes it just becomes a almost a, a like false confirmation or something. Like you think you've done it just because you put it down, but um, no. But I just try to yeah. So I try to at least have it there, so it helps me kind of just visualize. Do you have any mentors in school? No, I don't have any mentors per se. I would say maybe the mentors I have is probably from from reading books rather than um, people in general. Do you think having a mentor is is it, it's it's important in terms of studying and you know trying to um, other understand things better? I do. I think it's very important. Um, I think if you can really find that person that can um, that can challenge you and push you to do better, then I think it's a it's a really useful relationship to have. Personally, I I would be very open to having a mentor um, if there was somebody like I've had mentors in the past, but if I just didn't really click with them. I didn't really have. I think it's necessary to have that rapport, to have that relationship with someone, so that you can. It's, it feels natural when you're when you're with them um, when you're doing that kind of uh, mentorship because I think. That's when you get the best out of it. So I'll definitely be open to it in the future. Um, but I just think it has to be it has to be really somebody who can add value to your life. But at the same time, you have like a relationship with them. That's one, nice one. So and I understand this is your last last uh, is it last year of school? Yes, my final year at the moment. Yeah, your final year at the moment. So, what are your expectations? What do you what What do you hope to? You know, you 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 spent you know, a couple of years in school now, you know, and you're back coming out, you know. So what 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 are you expecting to happen? You know, in terms of, you know, career progression and, you know, personal development, you know, and all that, you know, what are your expectations? Um, so I think um the final year is kind of um it's it's like like we're talking about the time management. It's it's a time where it's hard to there's a lot of stuff going on, so it's very busy. Um so I kind of I'm focusing on a lot of things. So in terms of career development, for me at this stage, um, I'm not 
looking to go into a full-time grad job um, like most people I would say just because I've tried I've done internships before and had experience working and um, it kind of made me really question whether I knew what I wanted to do and even though I don't think at this stage of my life I really need to have it figured out um, it still just made me think like um, I really thought this is what I wanted to do so I was in finance I thought, yeah, this is what I really wanted to do. But then when I actually did it, it wasn't really what I thought it would be. And I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. So it kind of just made me pause and be like, okay, um, I need to take more time to, to figure out what it is I want to do. And plus the fact that I'm just young. So there's no there's no rush to really to get into something and kind of just do it because I I don't feel like I I don't feel like I have to just do anything. So I'm just kind of trying to take my time to find out what would really energize me and what would really make me feel like I'm in a career that can really bring bring me some fulfillment. Oh, nice. So what motivates Femi? Motivation in itself is very, is always very temporary. Um, I think it comes and it goes. Um, sometimes you can feel very motivated, uh, then it goes. But in terms of what actually motivates me, I would say um, being around people that are very entrepreneurial, being around people that that like to take action, yeah, being in that kind of environment where people are really trying to just better themselves. So I think any time that I'm in that kind of environment, it always makes me want to become better as well. So that's something that really motivates me. And I would say also remembering or acknowledging that the journey that I'm on is it's not just for myself. Um, obviously, like I said, my parents have done a lot for me. So there's a lot I want to give back to them as well. So remembering that it's always, it's always motivating to know that this, this journey is not it's not just for me it's there's people around me as well that i want to be able to to bless as well that's good that's good so that's good that's a very good answer people that care for you you know that love yeah, you exactly. you know that wish you well so you you in turn you, you also want to give back to them as well don't you yes, exactly yeah i think it's it's definitely about that i think i think like the bible says it's, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive so yeah. So I think I'm learning the the value of giving back, and that's it's just something that I know there's so many people that have contributed to to where I am today. It's just, it's just there for me that I know I, I, at some point I want to be able to to give back and and, and kind of show my appreciation. Giving is always better than taking. You yeah. know, being being of service as well is 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 is, all, is also better than always asking for help. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So even that in the mentorship relationship that you're talk that we were talking about, it's like you have to also bring something to that relationship as well. Whatever relationship you have to, you can always find a way to kind of bring a benefit to to the other person. And that's something that I'm I'm trying to work on as well. I don't want to just be somebody who who just takes from people, who just asks stuff of people, but I don't kind of give anything in return. So. That's like, it's a bit, it's a thing I'm working on as well. For example, yeah, if you probably want to get into certain careers and you know, you know, who to, who to talk to, but, you know, it requires you to work for free. Would you work for free just to get that experience? Um, I think it depends. It depends who I'm who it is. I think for me, the, the biggest thing would be, I would most definitely work for free um, just on that point. Um, especially at this, at this stage of my life, it's, it's not, I don't think money doesn't really play a big factor in my decision making right now. Um, so I would most definitely work for free. I think it's the person, it's really having that, really believing in the vision of that person. 
um, the vision of whatever they're building, um, the direction where it's heading, and kind of their leadership and their leadership style and strategy. So if it's somewhere I feel like I can be very comfortable, I can learn a lot, um, and it's like almost somebody who I would want to be in the future, then most definitely I would work there for free. Um, not not um, not um, forever, but for, for a period at least. Um, <laughs> and um and yeah and as well just also to give value um to that person as well to be able to add where i where, where i'm able to okay that's good so as a as a young as a as a young guy femi what's what's your take on social media social media is is a it's a very very powerful tool if used correctly it can be very very useful in you building your brand in you um becoming a better entrepreneur you and building your business but i think if you use it correctly or not even necessarily incorrectly you can make your own mind up what's incorrect and correct but um if you use it in certain ways it can be very negative right? and it can um be very detrimental to your mental health um i would say for me um I, i'm a big twitter user and at a point i just had to take a step back and just say i'm using this thing in the wrong way and i'm using it too much and by that, I mean, it was coming to a point where I felt as though I did I wasn't holding my own opinions. I was taking my opinions from Twitter. I would see what people are tweeting and I would necessarily think, okay, um, that will now become my opinion. I wouldn't necessarily even do the mental work of thinking, does this make sense? Do I actually believe, do I actually believe in this? Does it fit my own value code? It kind of just be like, well, I've seen it there, so I'm going to just take that as my opinion. And recognising that, I was able to be like, no, this isn't, that's not what I want to do. So I was able to kind of take a step back. I kind of took some time off of it, off of it and I just kind of thought, okay, it's, I think after taking time off, I was able to realise, okay, when I'm deciding on, okay, what I believe or what I want to say on a particular situation, um, this has to come from, me this has to come from where i've come from let's be real to who i am and not just because i saw somebody else say it on 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 twitter so um that was kind of like a growing part for me like a a growth moment but then again on the flip side i think it can be very positive so um i started using linkedin a lot more for um living in forms for my the podcast and for the blog and um I think it's 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 a good way to reach like-minded people, um, and even other social media platforms as well. If you're you can post like really good content, and if you're posting good content, it can reach people. Um, so I was talking to my friend the other day, and he said that he was posting up um he was all he was doing was just posting up a he posted a scripture on um on his Snapchat story, and he said that somebody then um, popped up popped up to him or they messaged him. And they said that um, they were just going through a hard time and that they wanted to, to know more about Christ. So I think um, it can be very positive if you if you're using it positively and you're using it in a in a good way, then you can you can really reach a lot of people and you you never know to be honest. Yeah, that's good. That's good. For for me, social media is it's what you put in, you get. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, so you can if you if you if you're out there looking for looking for for love, you know, kindness, you know, empathy, you surely get a lot of that, you know. And if you're also looking for 
for you know darkness bad things you know hurting people's feelings there's so there's also plenty yeah. of that as well yeah definitely you know and you you also mentioned something something about mental health you know i i for me i think you know it's we we have to look after ourselves you know and um it was a good thing you took some time off to kind of like recollect yourself get yourself you know know what you want from all these platforms you know and and then yeah try and just put positive things in it which of the platforms are you big on um so i'd say i've shifted um so i'll just say if if i just add on that on that topic as well um so in terms of um twitter as well it's kind of you kind of the social media platform you're on is what you make of it so at the end of the day you control who you follow you control what content you see on your timeline you control what content you see on your linkedin feed on your instagram feed or whatever it, it might be so i think realizing that i just took the time to kind of go and adjust my timeline go and adjust kind of what i'm seeing what i'm taking in um and kind of just so i was very select i have to be very selective with who i'm following even if i know you doesn't necessarily mean i need to see what you're you're posting and it might sound very kind of savage but it, it is what it is because i can't be taking in things that are going to make me feel a certain type of way or going to um, just mess with my headspace as, as to where I'm at at the moment. So um, I think learning that it kind of, it kind of helped me to, to kind of change it into something that was beneficial for me. Um, but at the moment, I would say I'm actually more on LinkedIn right now, um, kind of focusing on the, the kind of, I think it's more entrepreneurial, more business focused. And that's just kind of what I'm I'm into right now. So, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. You know, you know, sometimes um, I don't know. People just do stuff for the likes. You know. Yeah. Just do it for the likes, and they don't they don't they don't care if they are sending out uh, uh sending out a negative message. They just want they just want to get the likes. You know, just get the views. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it it just it just sat that with social media you know, the, the very negative stuff, they get the most views and the most likes. A woman could be, could be dancing there or twerking there. She'll get more likes and more views. But if you, if you talk about entrepreneurship and how to better yourself, you know, you, <laughs> you, you, you probably won't get more likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, probably not. But even then it's, it's like, there's different circles, there's different kind of circles and Twitter. So there's, there's people that are into that kind of thing on Twitter, but it's just like if you're not in that circle, if you don't follow those people and they don't follow you, then you're just you're not gonna see that. So you're gonna just gonna be seeing the people twerking and people doing the madness on, on on the on the timeline. So <laughs> it's it's like it's just like whatever you're really kind of you're in control at the end of the day. That's what I just had to realize. Okay, so now going to your own your own uh your your own thing right now that you're doing you know living mm. informed podcast you know so what inspired living informed podcast it was two two different things really i think firstly i wasn't like it was kind of just i was going through uni I, I, but i didn't feel like i feel like i could be doing more so the people around me were doing more um so it was just not even in the sense that it was almost like a comparison thing, really. But not, I guess I guess it was. 
Um, I saw people doing more, but I then also looked at myself and thought, okay, well, I can also do more as well. Yeah, so there was that aspect of it. And then secondly, I did genuinely want to start looking to to build a platform. And I still am. I'm still kind of at the very early stages. So and to build a platform where I'm really kind of bringing educational value to people. It's very important to me to spread information as, as widely as possible. Obviously, I think it kind of stems from where I've come from. The fact that I knew that I had the opportunity to kind of go somewhere where I was able to to learn and I see the benefit in that but I know not everyone necessarily came from an environment where education has such there was an emphasis on education or there was um, even that um, opportunity to learn so I think it's about growing that platform so that everybody and especially people that are similar to me have the opportunity to kind of learn about things they might not necessarily um, come across every single day. What do you hope to achieve with your show? In the kind of near future, I would say um, just kind of building that consistency, especially within with the podcasting. So as much as I can get a variety of different people on the show, that's what I would like to do consistently. And I think um, the variety is very key to me as well. So um, I think I've started off kind of focused on people that are in the corporate world or people that are doing traditional jobs, but I don't want it to be a thing where that's the only thing that I'm I'm showing. I want to show that there's people out here doing loads of different kind of jobs, doing crazy different things, and you can really do whatever you want. Um, but sometimes the the barrier to that is you don't even know. You can't even think big because you're not even aware of certain things, or you're not even aware that people aren't following the path that you you might see all the time. So. For example, at my university, everybody kind of follows the same path or like 90% will kind of do the same thing. So it's easy to get caught up in, in this bubble of, well, I have to go into banking, I have to go into finance too. Even if you don't have an interest in finance, bring in that kind of awareness to kind of just life and kind of all the different possibilities. And I know you just started, started your show, you know. Where would you like to see your show in, let's say, in two years time? I would like to have some um, guests on that I would like that I would say I look up to. Not in not not saying that I don't um, respect the people that I've spoken to already or that I, I do speak to, but just people that I necessarily may have be leaders in their field or kind of I've looked up to for for a while. Be able to kind of be like I've interviewed my heroes and to kind of get that kind of um one-on-one kind of time with somebody that i look up to and to kind of share that conversation with with everyone so i think in the next two years i would like to definitely meet those kind of people but also just to also be true to myself and to who i am and make sure that i use it as opportunity to to put other people on using that platform so as much as i can the people around me to to bring them into onto the platform so that they can display the way they think, display what they're doing and kind of use that to grow as well. And also use that to to inspire and motivate others as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like what I it's like, like what I'm doing as well, you know, it's trying to get yeah. different guests on my show, you know, they tell their stories like you're doing right now. 
you know, in turn, you, you know, motivating someone out, out there, you know, inspiring someone out there that might not probably be um, looking for the next thing to do. You know, you might yeah. listen to one of my episodes and you're like, oh, oh my God, yeah, Femi said that, you know, okay, I, I can keep into what Femi said, you know. So in, in a way, you know, in a way you, you're, you're, you're putting, you're putting good, good and positive vibes out there. Yeah, definitely. Which, which is very, very good, you know, and I'm, and I'm kind of like, uh, would, would I say I'm, 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 I'm happy like to see young guys like you, you know, doing, doing what you're doing, you know, not just focused mm-hmm. on just cool, you know, you're also looking at, you know, better ways, you know, to, to change that narrative of just, you know, like the typical African, African, African family or African, African child would be like, you know, after school, I want to get a job. After I get a job, mm-hmm. you know, maybe next thing, you probably want to get married and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but but in, in recent times now, people are now thinking about, you know, probably doing things they love doing, you know, their interest, you know, trying to use their gifts to make other opportunities for them. Yeah. You know, which is, which is, which is very, very good, you know, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm proud of you and, and I'm happy that, you know, you're also looking at that area and, and trying to just make that difference, you know, which is good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. So, if we, if you were to advise uh, a young, a young person right now, you know, like advise someone like you, you know, probably how to get out of trouble, you know, how to choose a career path, you know, how to make good use of his, his or her time, you know, what would that advice be? Okay, um, there is a heavy question to a younger version of myself or to a young person in general. I would say it's patience, to be honest. I think you need to develop patience and not expect overnight success. And even, I'm not even, even to younger person, to myself, to people my age, because it's like, it's the same for all of us, but especially when you're young as well. Um, I think you look at people on social media or seeing people who they seem like they blew up overnight, they seem like they got their success overnight, and you're thinking, I've been here, I've been working for one, two years and nothing has come yet. And like, I think it's just sometimes patience and kind of just waiting for your time. And your time might be after two, three, four, five years of grinding. So I think it, it just depends really. So I think it's just to continue to work and to, to be patient and know that if you just keep working, that that the success will come. Good answer, you know. So what what do you value the most? Um, I would say I value mostly, I would have to say family and like my close, close, close friends. Um, I would say because without that, I don't, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am. I think the people closest to you, they, they shape you, but they, they're also there for you throughout whatever you're going through. It's just like, I'm, even just think about it now, it's just like, it has to be that because... I have people, my friends, people, my friends, my family, they've been there for me three times, through hard times, three, three times that um, I've been struggling. I've just When I've just needed them, they've been there. So I'll say that's probably the, the thing I value the most. Okay, that's cool. Uh, another question I wanted to touch was, um, and, and I know you're studying um, politics and economics, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, I know you're going to intern as a as the technology guys somewhere. So what, what's, what's the correlation to that, you know, 
what's the what's the the, the shift yeah so so like i was saying before i think i'm just in the period where i'm just kind of just figuring out what it is i like to do um but so like i was saying before that like, i've always been interested in technology um so even when i was in school i started to learn how to code um a little bit uh, but i didn't really pursue it too much because um i was young and i was just thinking about money so even at that age we took about 15 16 um i remember just being in school and they brought in some career people and they said um they started telling us to search up careers um obviously me and my friends went to go and search the highest paying careers um what pays the most um and yeah so i just saw banking finance all of that and then that's I was like, yeah, so what I need to study to become that. And then it was also in economics and stuff like that. So that's kind of the reason why I studied economics. There's a reason why I went to do economics. And I also was interested in politics. So I just kind of added that on. Um, so I don't, I never was really genuinely interested. I was, it was always like fairly interesting to me, but I was never really like, I didn't have a, that kind of passion for it. Um, so I kind of went down that path, went into university, did that. But as soon as I kind of got to my second year, I realized that economics is not something that really kind of really grabs my interest. It doesn't really um, not make me feel... It's not, it's not something you, you, really, you really enjoy. Yeah, it's just not something I really enjoy. And then I tried finance as well. Finance was, it was, it was a good experience working in finance and the aspects of finance that I do enjoy um that I do find quite um intellectually challenging as challenging as well. But um I would say all in all I kind of just feel as though I've just got to got to kind of reevaluate. And one of the things that I've been really interested in, um, so kind of using the opportunity to to kind of start to begin to beginning to learn um programming and different aspects of computer science. Um I feel like I've begun um been beginning to learn it and it's really been opening my mind to a different way of thinking, um, to thinking in a very different way. And I really enjoy, enjoy um, kind of breaking problems down to really, really small, small into their smallest components and kind of um, working to solve that problem or whatever problem I'm working on. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to see how it goes. Um, but I've been enjoying what I've been doing at the moment. So um, hopefully as well, when I go to um, work in summer, um, It'll be a good experience and I'll continue in that in that field. Okay, cool, cool, Femi. Nice one. When you're not studying, you know, or you're not probably doing doing something something for your folks, you know, how do you enjoy your time? I think spending time with people is so uh, whenever I have the chance, I like meet all my friends or um kind of yeah, I think just having that time that I can go and be around um those people. Uh, people I, I grew up with or the my closest friends I think that's probably my the best way and that's my favorite way to spend my time to be honest I think you can't replicate that kind of interaction when you're with people that you just that you just um very similar to you kind of you just click and like is there's never a dull moment when you're with those kind of people so I think being around my friends probably my the the thing I like to do the most in my free time Okay, cool, cool, Femi. So, what would be your last thing that you want people to take from this, from this interview, from your story, from your journey as Femi? If there's anything to take away from this conversation, I think it's just, just to remember that 
you have to be patient to kind of just enjoy the process. I think it's it's where I'm at right now. So I feel feel as though you've got to enjoy the process of finding yourself or finding where you want to go or finding life. I think obviously I'm not there yet, but everyone says that the journey the the journey is better than the destination. So I think um, <laughs> you just got to enjoy the process. Yeah, and um, the, the the journey of a thousand miles start start with a step, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And going back to something you said, you know, a couple of minutes ago, it's it's better to do than just to talk. You know, doing doing always trumps talking. Yeah, always, always. always. So for me, it's, it's been nice having you here. You know, grateful for the time. Had another a wonderful conversation with you. You know, and I I I wish you well you know with your show you know living in form podcast you know i pray you, i pray you i pray you do well with that you know in two years in two years time you know i want to be you know hearing good news you know would obviously would now would now that we've like like uh, like you're talking about you know meeting people and connecting with people you know i also love connecting people as well now i've connected with you now you know you're definitely going to still be my contact you know and and hopefully i also be also be in your in your in your contact because me to me i believe the new economy is relationship you know where where you keep good good relationships you know you can you can build on that you know and hopefully you know magical things can happen you know yeah it's good definitely exactly that's how i met the the first person on my podcast as well is just for keeping that network for keeping those relationships so you know, so and and some someday, you know, um, knowing where where I'm taking my show, ask the pros. You know, someday I could reach out to you and say, uh, Femi, I'm having ask the pros conference. You know, is is it is this something you you probably want to, you know, come and probably just talk or something like that. You know, so you know, hopefully, you know, we we get we get to that point and and we make big, bigger things. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I look forward to it. Yeah. yeah. So, so if if someone wants to get in touch with Femi, you know, where is the best platform to get in touch with you? So, uh, my LinkedIn, um, like I said, I'm probably most active on that one. Um, Just my name, Femi Ojo. um, And also on Twitter as as well, um, Femi Ojo underscore. Are you on on Instagram? No, so I'm currently not on Instagram. Um, that may change in the future, but right now. <laughs> what about what about you? Right. Are you are you, are you TikToking at the moment, or are you just looking at that like Ooh. nah? <laughs> oh, I, I may be joining TikTok as well. We we'll have to see about that one, but um, at the moment, no. But I've been hearing a lot of good things about. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm know. on TikTok at the moment, but trust me, Femi, I don't even know what I'm doing there, man. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. What, I don't understand what the whole thing is about. But I'm there. I just, I just post regular videos. But I know people are doing love. I think, I think it's just a dance platform to be honest. But, but people just pull all, all, all sorts there. I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, good, good. So, uh, you want to get in touch with me? You know, ask the pros. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Keskesena. You know and. And that's it Femi thanks for being on Ask the Pros you know and grateful for your time once more you know and um, I wish you all the best thank you very much for having me yeah no worries